I totally agree. The guy looks like Timothy Chalamet. Mm-hmm. It might be a haircut. No, that's why you pronounce it weirdly, except for like the people that were on that Zoom. No, you don't pronounce. It's actually pronounced Timothy Chalamet. What? That's actually how his name is pronounced, Hazel. Timothy. Like inside Timothy. It's true. No, it's Timothy Chalamet. It's not Timothy Chalamet. Here, ready? I'm gonna look it up, okay? Tim. Oh, I looked this up a lot. Timothy it's Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Pronunciation. Pronunciation. What the is the real name? The real pronunciation name is like do you need me to send you like a screenshot? Yes. Okay, I really ready? Do not believe that. Aren't you like related to him or something? I'm not related to him. I Wait, but how are you? You were telling me something the other day about how you're related to him or something. No, my cousin's friend went to school with him. Oh. Went to like the same school as him. Does she like? Are they friends? Could we meet Timothée Chalamet? No, because that was like a really Timothee long time ago. Chalamet. That was a really long time ago. Okay, hold okay. on. What if his middle name was like Oregano? So it's like Timothée Oregano <laughs> Chalamet. I mean, I can look at his Wikipedia page to see if he has a middle name. <laughs> Do I have a Wikipedia page? Because I'm obviously no. It's Hal. His middle name is Hal. Timote Hal Chalamet? Hal. H-A-L. Also, did you get the text I sent you? Oh, I thought that was, like, somebody else for a second, so I was, like, ignoring my phone. (laughs) (laughs) See? It's Timote. Ew. Okay, fine. It's Timothee Hazel. Let me check if okay. I got I can't spend too much time on Timothee Chalamet's Wikipedia. Oh, God. Will's going to love this episode. Okay. <laughs> Hi. I'm Susanna. And I'm Hazel. And this is Substitute, Substitute for, for Wit, a Downton Abbey podcast. That actually sounded good on my end. Yeah, I just had to, like, ignore you. <laughs> yeah. Because you go, like, three seconds after me. All right, well, it is Friday night here, um, but you'll mm-hmm. hear this sometime after Saturday evening. So, um, I don't know. What's the news? Lots of news. Um, we have a TikTok account now via me. Oh, yeah. Go follow it. It's substitute fours in the number wit. That's the entire account name. I have three videos out right now. They're all about um, recording. One of them is how to get to the website. Um, so watch that and you can get to our website easier because maybe we explain it weirdly. But there are visuals now because we have a TikTok. And then there's like little reminders that stuff's dropping tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And like a cute little getting ready montage with me. <laughs> We've decided she'll be our social media outreach um, yeah. person. So mm-hmm. it's fun because you get to do something with the podcast too. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. We've got a great episode for you today. Yeah. It was the the epi- the section names are so good. <laughs> Thank you. I came You're up with so them really good. thirty seconds ago. Yeah, Hazel's notes are actually two of them. Um, <laughs> oh, William, so awkward and sad. <laughs> <laughs> One of them's an excerpt from my newsletter, and then the rest of them are just like you know stuff. Okay. Absolutely nothing beats dinner parties as a metaphor for true love. Don't spoil the sections. God. Okay, well, I'm eating dinner. Um, (laughs) Pasta. Sorry, I'm just watching it. (laughs) I'm just looking at them. It's called a book club. 
<laughs> yeah, okay, we get it. Okay, okay. Okay. I loved your notes, by the way. Hazel has some Thank great you. notes this episode. I didn't finish. I forgot to finish, but um You finished the episode though, right? Yeah, I did. Whew. You know how it ends? Okay. So Hazel, mm-hmm. how did you like this episode? It was just really good. <laughs> Yeah, the show gets, everyone hates season two, but I really, really like it. The show gets really good. Lots of drama. Sorry, I have a piece of chicken stuck in my <laughs> um, uh. Okay, sorry. Um, lots of drama, lots of stuff. I'm... This wasn't my favorite episode. It wasn't really that, like, I didn't like the episode overall. Just a lot of the plot lines really, really, ugh, did not like me. Hazel's, like, looking at her phone. My mom! Oh, right, yeah. I texted my computer. And my phone. Um, so... Um, this week, I went to Vermont for no apparent reason. Um, it was pretty. I had school. We both had school. Oh, we yeah. We more school now. You weren't there. Yeah, I was. You? Yeah, I was at last school. Week. That was last I- week. I skipped one day last week because I stayed okay, up all on- the days blur. Okay, yeah, they really do. Um, all right, should we get started with the first section? Yes, we should. Can I announce it? Mm-hmm. Of course, you always announce stuff. Yes. Oh, oh William, so awkward and sad. William and Daisy and misunderstanding it. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> William, but also. Uh, Wow, William, William. Let's read my notes on William. I think they're really funny. I don't remember though. All right. Well, we Um, should recap the what happened first, Hazel. We should recap what happened first. Basically, Hazel. We should recap what happened first. Can I do it? Yes. Okay. Sure. Okay. Sorry. So, as you might remember, last episode. William, um, William was sad about not going to war, and, like, they gave him a white feather, and then Daisy kissed him, and we were like, oh, she's in love with him, they're finally gonna be together, but she, like, never answered if he, she never, like, answered if she really liked him or whatever. Now, he is really called up, and she reveals she doesn't actually like him, but he's, like, we're dating, or whatever Mm. they called dating back then, and Mrs. Patmore's like, you have to keep th- letting Shady him think. He's girl. You have to keep think. You have to keep letting him think you like him because, I mean, if he finds because out that he you has, don't. Like, motivation in war and stuff. Yeah. Because uh, that's, like, apparently oh, the so only sad. thing that kept them going. And so awkward. He's like... Daisy, will you get me a picture so I can stare at you while I'm in the trench? Yeah, oh, I forgot to research this, but pictures must have been expensive, and her wages were very small, and she had, like, one day off every year. So, like, don't make her take a picture with it. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Yay. Um, my only note is, oh, William, so awkward and sad, which is the, um, which is the title to this segment, so it's not that good, um, but it's a pretty good segment title, so. Yeah, I don't have any notes on him. (sighs) I mean, poor William. Just poor William. Yeah, he got accepted to war. I'm kind of annoyed because yeah. everybody's like, war is so fun and amazing. <laughs> like, I want to go to war. I'll be, like, trendy. <laughs> it's what everybody's doing these days. 
Like, like both Robert, if you can get out of going to war, like in a that's way, that, like you're good. not blackmailing anybody, you're not gonna die. That's kind of a good thing that you're not going to yeah. possibly die. And look, you already served your time, okay? You were in two wars, or like this maybe one. You were in the second really world war. He like feels he bad for not going to he war. He won two medals. He got everything. He got it out of the way. Now he's old and he can sit at home and eat toast. Okay? Toast. Toast. Pants. Pants. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Nobody understands. Oh, well. Pants. Um, did you know that Will listens to our podcast now? I did. Hi, Will. Hi, Will. I told him I, like, give him the unedited MP3 because he listens to us to help him fall asleep. I asked you. Which is totally a compliment. <laughs> I feel like I'm trying not to be offended by that, but... Um, no, he's, he I'm actually likes the podcast. That. I talked to him about it, and he was like, I mean, I ship Matthew, Matthew and Mary. That's um, good. That's always a good thing. He's, like, really invested, and he can't wait to, like, actually watch the show, so... Wait, he's watching without watching the show? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, any last thoughts on William and Jay-Z? Predictions? Anything? Awkward and sad, but, like, I don't know how this is going to end. I feel like... I feel like maybe he's going to, like, propose to her once the war's over and she'll be, like, like, I don't actually love you. Sorry. Or maybe they'll just be, like, unhappily married for the rest of their lives. But maybe yeah, I, it's kind of I actually know how it ends. So, like, it ends not exactly unexpectedly, but it ends. There's, like, a major twist that's a little bit predictable, but still it's a twist. So, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Why don't even say Did that? William sure. die? I'm not saying anything. Oh my god, he dies! I have to go walk away. Oh my away, god, so. William dies! <laughs> I have to talk to my family. You guys, he, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> I've been friends with him long enough. I know when she's lying. <laughs> okay, this is great. Okay, Susanna, come back. I'm lonely now. She's gone. Um, what are people's views on Lucky Charms? I feel like the cereal isn't good, but like the marshmallows are good if you only have if you have them like with the cereal. I feel like they don't put enough of the marshmallows in because like if you just have a cereal, it's kind of like bland. I like the chocolate Lucky Charms. I'm really gross. Oh, for Halloween, we're getting Count Chocula, which is basically like chocolate lucky charms, only like with bats and stuff. As the marshmallows. Oh, look, Susanna's back. Hello. Sorry. <laughs> uh, don't I worry. Gotta I we talked about chocolate lucky charms and Count Chocula. I made you proud. I got a LaCroix. I'm so proud of you. It's lime, which is actually really good. Oh, I kind of want drink now. All right. Do you want to get it? <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'll fill for time. <laughs> All right. Hi, it's Susanna with your next fill for time. Um... And I am going to talk about, hold on, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, um, um, glasses. I got new glasses, um, recently. Actually, it was because on our show website where we get nothing but promotions, email us, guys! Um, I got, on our show website, I got, um, we got a promotion for Warby Parker glasses, so shout out to them. And I got some new glasses. I got two new pairs. And I have pimple mousse. Pimple mousse. (laughs) Do you know that that thing will, like, stop your heart? What? If you're on, like, the wrong kind of medication, it, like, cancels out the medication. Crazy. Read about it online. Wow. 
Okay. Oh, I have big news. I just remembered when I was downstairs. I'm getting a dog next week, and we're going to name her Maple. Really? It's a black poodle. That's awesome. Maple is the best name for a dog. Nine weeks old. Super excited. I think we talked about this a while ago. We were talking about naming her Chickpea. In, the, in Italian? No, Snow Pea in Italian. All right. Which was whatever. Well, I forget. Piesa de Nether? Yep. Um, okay. Anyways, alright. So, next segment. What's it called? The next segment is called Literally Shell-Shocked. Robert's new valet valet, sorry. <laughs> I just ran. It's actually valet in, in America, but we call it valet because we're high class. Yeah, I read it weird because, um, like, I was reading quickly. Robert's new valet Lang the cherry on top of the mental illness Sunday under this episode. That is this episode. It's that the is- cherry on top of I the mental illness on Sunday that is this episode. Okay, great. Yes. Um, so, Bates left last episode, as some of you might remember, and because, like, his crazy wife, blah, blah, blah. And... Robert hired a new valet because William's not good at this. Mm-hmm. And and also he's going to war, but they didn't know that. Anyways, new valet. Turns out he is shell shock. He has shell shock. It's like extreme PTSD from the war, which is totally understandable and obviously such a real problem. But absolutely no one cares about it because it's 1916. Yeah. I just quickly checked because I was getting a bunch of TikTok notifications and my first video has 337 likes and I literally posted it yesterday. That's literally the most likes I've ever gotten on one TikTok. The other one that I posted like five hours ago has 78 and the one that I posted like 22 minutes ago has zero. I mean, that's the one that I posted about how to get onto the website has 337 likes. That's like all I. Whoa. We know has. We know I read it wrong. We're all not ready to be coming All right. I want to see if we got any listens due to the light, due to the stuff. Okay. Fill for time for a moment. I'm checking our analytics. Yeah. Maybe I did my job really well. You're a great social media outreach person. Yay. Not outrage, outreach. Not a huge amount. It wasn't 337 likes. It was 337 views and 47 likes. I read it wrong. That's fine. Views is fine. Views is fine. You don't have to like it because the people don't share it. How do you... Hold on. How how do you tell? Oh, and you can also see, does it, like, you can also see if, like, it has gone up, like, in our website. I'll check the website. Hold on. Oh, no, I can check the website. Uh, blah, blah, no, blah, I'm blah, on blah. it right now, though. Oh, yeah, it hasn't. We got a bunch yesterday, though. That's why we got so many yesterday. Wait, no, that was only <laughs> two. Because we got 337 no. views. No, it was someone, like, viewed our website a bunch of times. That was really probably weird. me. Did you, like, just view our... That was But me. there was someone else. Did you view our website 25 really? times? Probably. That makes sense. All right. I changed... Oh, yeah, now I get why. Okay. Now I get it. Because, like, I was videotaping how to get onto it, and I, like, tried course, it a few yeah. times. I so, just, like, open and close it. So it's probably me for my other, like, my school computer. So, substitute for wit is great on TikTok, but maybe. We'll give it a little while to transfer, to trickle down into our actual analytics. Um, yeah. Hopefully this means we regain our U.S. fan base. I mean, I love, I mean, love, like, love the international fan stuff. base. I mean, like, this is great. I love everyone in all these countries. India, Pakistan, 
lots of places saudi arabia italy australia everywhere we're great australia Um, kuwait nepal uh jordan um jordan (laughs) (laughs) there's also a friend named jordan uh lots of places but also our stuff might be a little bit more relatable in the u.s who knows yeah Probably because I'm like, hey, bruh, what's up, dude? <laughs> Did you hear what's going on with Donald Trump today? Mm, we uh, hate him! <laughs> what a idiot. What an idiot. I forgot what that's from. It's not from anything. No, 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 it's from something. All right. Anyways... What's our next section? What's that from? That's driving me crazy now. Wait, anything else to say on Lang? Um. Uh, Matthew's helmet makes his face look square. That's not Lang. Makes his head look flat. Well, it's like shell struck, shell, shell shocked, which is like war. Fine, but that can be done in the miscellaneous. Just saying. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, I really like the way that, like, did that with, um, his, with, like, the hearing of the bombs and then O'Brien burst again. Really great directing and producing and sound mm-hmm. mixing and everything. Deserved every Emmy at one. God. Department box. And so... Next section is... Wait, hold on. This is why we didn't kill him off in the last season. Forbidden romance. And and ensuing suicide. This is a soap opera to the fullest. Also great acting on Rob James Colliner's part. Colliers. Colliers. That's your first Thomas. So I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast or if any of you remember, but Thomas was supposed to be killed off. Like, in between seasons. But um, Julian Fellows liked Robert James Collier's acting so much that they that, that he decided to keep him around. And, I mean, thank God, because this is such a great plot line. It, like, humanizes Thomas for real for the first time. Like, or maybe the first time since that first episode where he got, like, rejected by the Duke of Crowborough. Crowborough. Wait, can I talk Crow about, like, I have a lot of great notes on Thomas. And you're right, he does look a little bit like Timothee Chalamet. Yeah! Okay, so my first few notes is, it's Thomas! Ah, ew. I forget what that was. Oh, it's about his hand. Um, and yeah, then I have gay Ethel. <laughs> because Ethel is Ethel sort of season, he's like, oh, I didn't know you we had an ex-footman, and he was like, yeah, I'm the one that got away. And she's like, hmm, because that's what she wants to do. His almost like, doing the, like, Ethel playing with her fingernails thing, like. No, there's, like, dirt underneath my fingernails, and I'm trying to get it out because it's gross. But nobody has Exactly, to- that's what Ethel does. Oh. Mm. I'm, just, I'm just saying. Anyways. Okay, yeah. so the next one is, I forget why Thomas and O'Brien hated Mr. Bates in the first place. Oh, I forgot a summary. Can I do a summary real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah, So, Thomas gave himself a self-inflicted wound last time. Can I just say one thing about self-inflicted wounds? Mm-hmm. They are called blighties, um, or self-inflicted wounds, or million-dollar wounds. Um, you might have heard... O'Brien referred to it as one of them. Um, million dollar wounds because you had to like hit exactly so that it wouldn't kill you, but it would get you home. So it was like a tough balance to strike. Mm-hmm. Um, and blighty is because England was called blighty. It's like another word for England. And, um, sh- and you know, you would get one when you wanted to go back to England. So blighty is... Million dollar wounds, blah blah blah. Anyways, Thomas got himself so shot in the hand. He, um, he held up his lighter and put yeah. his hand over the trench, and probably like German enemies or whatever shot him. No, I think it's like some kind of a signal. 
maybe i i couldn't find anything about that in my research but i think there might have been like a signal between them if you held up a flare and meant like you wanted someone to shoot you in the hand why would somebody create that signal in the first because everyone wanted to go home it was you get shot in the hand but you get shot in the back and die I guess, You yeah. saw that guy whose face blew up when, what, mid-sentence? Yeah, my face blew up when, um... <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of when my face blew up. My face blows up a lot. Um... <laughs> uh, I mean, my face started blowing up as soon as I, like, started to put my mask on regularly. But, um... That's a different kind of blow up. <laughs> Anyways, um, um, yeah, I don't know. Can I keep okay, so why? he's like no. most. Oh no, I have to finish the summary. So he's like mostly right. healed, but he's not back at Downton, and O'Brien mm-hmm. wants him back at Downton. So she manipulates Cora, and Cora gets him back to Downton, so he can work in the hospital. In the hospital, he meets Lieutenant Courtney. Wait, wait, wait hold we'll on. We'll get to him. Lieutenant Courtney. When Miss O'Brien goes, well done, m'lady, Cora's face looks demonic. Like, she makes (laughs) her face like, she's like, she looks like, she's just like very proud of herself, but her face is like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like, ah, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um chat. The guy with the blindfold is General what's his name? Um the guy with the blindfold. No, it's not bl- it's a um it's just a blind uh mm-hmm. setting with down to that big F. His eyes got like tear gassed or something. Yeah, his eyes got tear gas, so he has glass gas, not tear gas, it's um, some other kind of chemical warfare, but he has gas blindness. Um, and so he's blind, and I mean, he's sort of like in love, he and Thomas are sort of like in love, and they form this like kinship, and like Thomas and Sybil are helping him get back to... You know, normal life and walking and everything. And Thomas puts his hand on his hand and they hold hands and they're like super sweet and they should date and live happily ever after, but he kills himself. Except because um, then it's time for Lieutenant Courtney to go to a convalescent home, which is where they go when like they don't need like direct medical assistance, but they need to get used to their injuries and they can't go home yet. So, or they can't go back to the front. So... Um, so he has to be sent to a convalescent home, and that means he can never see Thomas or Sybil again. Mm-hmm. And he gets really sad, and Thomas and Sybil try to be like, no, don't send him, he's depressed, he has mental health issues. And Clarkson's like, mental health issues? That's not a thing in 1916. Go and away. Make rooms. We're transferring him. Bye. Um... But then he kills himself with a smuggled razor, so... A smuggled scalpel. No, it's razor. Mm, it looks like a scalpel. There was nothing there. It was a razor, like, whatever. A oh, smuggled like blade. Be- I was thinking of, like, a razor, like, what you used to, like, shave your legs. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, that's not what he had. It's a thing they used to trim your beards. Where that It was basically... It was like when it was an actually... When it was like an actual like blade. Anyways, so dude's dead. And then Thomas starts crying. Like, yes. Okay. Now Hazel gets to read her notes. Okay. Um. Let's see. The guy, okay, the first one that I have is the guy with the blindfolds voice. Loki sounds like Timothy Chalamet's voice. Um, and then I said he does Loki look a bit like Timothy Chalamet. Not crazy like him, but ever so slightly. And then I went, he's gay! 
Um, smiley face. And then I went, thigh touching, this is amazing, they'd be cute together. Ah, they're holding hands, kind of. And then I forgot to take notes after he killed himself, but I was really sad because they would have been cute together. Um, that's all I have. <laughs> um, okay. I just have, like, oh, poor Thomas. Also, I like the storyline. Um, yeah, yeah I blind guy killed himself as Thomas is sad. <laughs> okay. Uh, should, should I announce the next part, segment, whatever it's called? Did you leave the meeting? I can't tell you're not talking. Are you muted? I'm right here. Oh, okay. It says thumbs up. Oh, well, I wasn't looking at you. <laughs> oh, wait, no, don't go, don't go. I have something to say. Okay. About this guy who plays um, the blind guy, Lieutenant Courtney. For some reason... I decided to just, like, look up what else he'd been in. His name is... Okay, I'm going to pronounce this totally wrong. I'm just finger-crossing that he's not listening to this. His name is... I can't find it. His name is... Um, Lachlan Nybor? Nyaboer? Nibor? <laughs> something like that. Lachlan something. And he appeared mm-hmm. in a movie called Charlie Countryman, opposite an op, who, which also featured Aubrey Plaza and Rupert <gasps> Grint. Aubrey Plaza and Rupert Grint. Aubrey Plaza and Rupert Grint. Yeah, the Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, both of them. I'm trying to remember something. Wasn't there, like, a thing where, like, Ed Sheeran pretended to be Rupert Grint? Or Rupert Grint pretended to be Ed Sheeran? I don't know. How come Ed Sheeran looks different in every single photo? Is that just me? <laughs> it is weird. His head shape, like, changes. <laughs> yeah, he, he's like this, and then it's like this, and it's like oh, his hair turns blonde at sometimes. Well, that's cause, just because he dyes his hair different colors. He but dyes his, his hair? <laughs> Wait, is he a natural redhead? Do you redhead? not know what the music industry entails? I mean, maybe he's a natural I mean, redhead. I'm not a big Ed Sheeran fan. But is he a natural ginger? If he's a fake ginger, I'm offended. Because I thought he was a real ginger. Is he a real ginger? Give me a moment. I'm looking up. Okay. Okay, so... It's, it is his real hair color because much as I have said before, okay, wait, what? Nope. That was the wrong article to click on. What? It was. What did you click on? <laughs> I, um, I, the headline was just like, science has proven that, I mean, science and Ed Sheeran have proven that whatever we call this a pg-13 podcast i don't need to talk about it it's rated explicit can you text me what it said it doesn't matter no no but it does no the point is ed sheeran's a rate a rate uh ed sheeran's a natural ginger because everyone in england hates gingers so mm. he would never dye his hair that color. witches <laughs> um no so okay Next segment. This is the segment that I named. Can I can I say it? I'm not looking at you. If you give me a thumbs up, I won't. Yes. Okay. Um, it's called a book club, Anna. It is. That is the comment that I uh, put in my notes because. Uh, Summarize the section real quick. Yeah, Mosley has a big fat crush on Anna, and has left for mysterious reasons. And we know the reasons. Yes, but nobody else does. And I kind of, or his wife or something, blackmailed him. Yeah, ex-wife. I don't. 
wife okay. and divorced. Right. Um, and Anna's heart is broken, which we'll cover later. Uh, will we? Um, we'll, we'll cover it now. But really. um, basically, <laughs> he brings in a book. And um, he gives it. He searches all over Downton. The understand under um, bleh, uh, the downstairs for Anna, and he finds her by the laundry room. And he's like, "Did you get a chance to read that book I gave you?" And she was like, "You gave it to me yesterday." <laughs> no. Um, and he's like, yeah. And then he's like the human equivalent of texting and then texting again before he's you have a, a chance to respond. Yeah, he's basically a simp. Um, yeah. And then my note is don't mess up Banna for me, too, Wolseley. <laughs> Like, I swear to God, if you ruin that for me as well. Yeah. Okay, I have something to say. Deep dive alert. Mm -hmm. Deep dive alert. So, wait. So, the book he gives her is Elizabeth and her German Garden. Elizabeth and her German Garden is a book by Elizabeth von Arnhem. It was originally published in 1898 and was very popular throughout the early 20th century. It was described by Wikipedia as a semi-autobiographical story in the style of a year's diary written by the protagonist, Elizabeth. It is set on her husband's family estate at Nassenheide, Pomerania. Elizabeth gently mocks her husband, family, and others as she describes her effort to develop a garden on the estate. It in includes commentary on nature and bourgeois German so society, but, is but it is primarily humorous due to Elizabeth's frequent mistakes and her idiosyncratic outlook on life. Ta-da! So that's what the book Yay. is. Yeah. Anything else to say about Mosley and Anna except Oh, Anna friend zones him. Oh, 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 oh. Anything else? There's like something whistling, and I think it's my seltzer, but I can't tell. Is it my clock? <laughs> Could it just be like someone whistling? No, it's like a. It sounds like air being let out of a... Wait, hold on. Be slow. quiet for a moment. Wait, just tell me if it goes away. Did it go away? No. Okay, I thought it might have been, like, me and my Wait. hair on the mic. Wait, but what is that? What am I hearing? Okay, I can only hear it when I'm close to the computer, so I think it's maybe... It's coming from inside my computer. I figured it out. Okay. Um, we're all good. <clears throat> it's just something spinning inside of my computer. The bubbles from my seltzer just went up into my nose. <laughs> oh, God, I hear when that happens. Ah! Okay, we're good. Oh, my eyes are watering. I'm not crying. <laughs> okay, right. next segment. This is a good one. What segment is it? Mr. Chunky Blood is back and worse than ever. Yes, remember Mr. The guy who comes out Chunky, Chunky Blood. Blood. Mr. Chunky Blood. God, my parents are eating dinner. Anyways, Mr. Chunky Blood is back. Yay. And he's a farmer and Edith needs something to do and she can drive. So, <laughs> Oh, this is Mr. Chunky Blood? Yeah. I was like, I don't remember Chunky Blood. So, can you recap? Wait, this I have really good notes on this. Can you recap this segment real quick? So basically, Edith runs into the wife of somebody that owns a farm um, when she was in the market, 
or wherever she was. And they said that their last working staff has been called into the war. Um, he's been drafted into the war, and they need somebody to drive the tractor. So Edith was like, I'll do it, even though she's bad at driving. Um, and so she goes over, and she flirts with the husband, and I think they end up kissing. And it was gross. Oh, yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, well, my notes are pretty good. I said, oh, God, it's Edith in the farmer again. Why do I get the feeling she's going to try to seduce him? And then I went, ew, stop flirting. And then I went, what is it with Edith and old men? Um, then I went, no, which was them kissing. <laughs> so, yeah, Edith just really likes 50-year-old men. This guy looks more like 48, though, I'd say. Um, You know, just like a two-year. It's just two years younger. She's like 20, so that's like a 20-year gap. Yeah, no, more like a 28-year gap. Oh, yeah, instead of a 30-year gap. Yeah, so. um, Yeah, I didn't have many... Notes on this one, but I do have a deep dive. And this is actually a deep dive from my newsletter. Um, So, it is about that scene where Edith says that she's going to volunteer. And Violet says, Edith, you are a lady, not Toad of Toad Hall. So, Mm -hmm. I looked up who Toad of Toad Hall is. Hazel, any guesses who Toad of Toad Hall is? A toad? From... A toad castle? <laughs> Very close. Let me just pull up my stuff. All right. J. Thaddeus Toad was a character in the 1908 novel The Wind in the Willows, though it wasn't until 1929 that he would get his own play entitled Toad of Toad Hall by A.A. A. Milne. So Violet was simply referencing The Wind in the Willows, unless she knew A.A. A. Milne at the time, which feels entirely possible. There's also a Disney movie, the studio's 16th ever, The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, which, by the way, I watched, weirdest movie ever. It combined Mr. Toad's story with that of Ichabod Crane from The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, which is actually rather dark. There's a number of additional Mr. Toad books, but I won't go into details. The point of this is that one of the stories Mr. Toad embarks on in The Wind of the Willow in the Wind in the Willows, and the stories that, the most, that most spinoffs center on is his motor mania, or irrational, incurable desire for a motor car. Now, if we're comparing Mr. Toad and Edith, it should be noticed it should be noted that Mr. Toad was the village esquire, and therefore a member of the landed gentry, the social class directly below the peerage, while Edith only holds a court courtesy title and is not officially a peeress. Toad lives in a Downton-esque estate, and he's rather wealthy, although his reckless abandon and manias leave him with a great many financial issues. So perhaps there's not that much blue sky between a lady and Toad of Toad Hall. Mic drop. Mic drop. Okay. That's what Toad of Toad Hall is. Next segment. Okay, but summary, Edith just needs to stop. Okay. Oh, God. Edith, stop. Edith, just stop. Wait, you sent me a violet. Um, I did yeah. in the chat. Yay. Okay. <laughs> um, the next segment is called, drum roll, please. Worse than death. Another spinoff I'd like to see. Archie's life story. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Sorry. Um, sorry. I had to send you a Kamala Harris gif. Um, mm, of course. How could you so, not? <laughs> so, basically... Um, Mrs. Patmore finds out that her nephew, Archie, is um, 
is um, missing, presumed dead, and she asks Robert to look into it, look into it, and um, she asks Robert to. <laughs> Okay, sorry. We have to stop sending gifts for the integrity of the show, okay? Sorry. Um, She asks Robert to look into it. Just She wants to confirm that he's dead so that she doesn't, like, have any hope. So Robert looks into it and finds out that not only is he dead, he was shot for cowardice. Which means, basically, that... He was, like, caught running away from the trenches and shot. Basically. I looked up how many people were shot um, for cowardice, and it was a big number, which was yeah, tolerant. Yeah, who wouldn't? Again, you die. You'll die so, either way. Well, no, a lot of people got away without being caught. Yeah. Also, you would like gone insane because of war. That's so. true. Oh, lots of heavy topics this episode. <laughs> it's basically um, Donald yeah, Trump and Biden doing like you know that you know that was the dance that me and Jordan were doing when we walked in from recess and realized it was we had this thing where um we had Spanish class and we didn't like our Spanish class. And so when we came in from recess and then it was Spanish class. We would do that. Um, we do that like this. It was a dance. You guys can't see me, but like it was on TikTok on at the time. I don't know. Yes, thankfully you do not. Um, anything else to say about Mrs. Patmore and her poor nephew? Um. I hope they weren't close. <laughs> they were very close. Don't worry. Very close. Major personal tragedy for Mrs. Patmore. Yeah. Um, Plot twist. Okay. What's our next segment? Our next segment is absolutely nothing beats dinner parties as a metaphor for true love. Yeah! Worst train scene starring a guy Hazel made great observations about. Thank you very much. I need to read all of my notes. They are amazing. Give me a moment. They're great, but like, give me a moment. Give me a moment. Okay. Uh, Talking. We're so excited. Okay. So, Marthew, 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 just to get it all out of the way. Okay. Marthew, 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 Marthew. Matthew. Mm. Matthew, 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 Matthew. Great. That's a lot of the way. Now, basically, okay, can I just, I have an excerpt about, like, what Matthew is and everything. Mm-hmm. So, can I, let me just read that real quick. Yeah. So. Here's the thing. The season one finale left Matthew and Mary's storyline relatively open. And with the time jump, we needed to catch up to where they were and more importantly, what those two years apart had done to their relationship. So we got a masterful scene, the fundraiser, and an iconic scene, the train station, all in one episode. But here, they're studying it into more of a rhythm. Instead of piling all the romance, heartbreak, prolonged eye contact, and other unrecorded love-related feelings into one or two scenes, it's much more spread out. Furthermore, their storyline becomes less about moments and more about plot. So basically, God, what happened this episode? We forgot to mention that, like, Carson has a heart attack. Oh, yeah. Well, it wasn't a heart attack. It wasn't a heart attack. It was just, like, Carson falls over. Um, and can't breathe. Mary invites Sir Richard Carlyle, who is this newspaper magnate. He's, like, Rupert Murdoch. Um, and so, like, not great, like, at all, at all, at all. Anyways, so Rupert... Rupert Murdoch, Richard Carlyle comes around and he stays for dinner, blah, blah, blah. Violet's like, there's never a dull moment in this house, Superman. Then he proposes to Mary and she's like, I'll think about it. Before we talk about him proposing, we have to um, 
Yeah, we know we have to do all the stuff. But he proposes to marriage. He's like, he, he, he's yeah. like, I want you to marry me. And she's like, yeah. No. Why? <laughs> okay, Hazel texted me. Um, you have to watch it. I'll watch it later. I'm explaining what happens. So, his okay. so he proposes to Mary. Mary's like, oh, I'll think about it. Then, ta- then uh, Carson. Carson. Don't know how that works. Out. Carson tips over, and Mary comes to visit him, and then. Carson tips over, Mary comes to visit him, and he's like, say what you feel. And then Anna's like, you regret being honest far less than you regret telling lies, which is the best advice anyone will ever give you. Believe me that. Um, Like, seriously, you regret being honest far less than you regret telling lies. Everyone needs that. That needs to be, like, something. Okay. I want advice. painted on a pillow. Me too. Ugh. Anyway, so then she comes to tell Matthew her feelings, but instead she finds Lavinia crying because Matthew has to go back to the front. Oh, by the way, Matthew got like promoted to ADC, which is um aide de camp. I looked it up, blah blah blah. Very boring. Ew, military. Mm-hmm. Um and Basically, like, is off the field for a while, but then has to go back. So, um, um, anyways, so, uh, she's sad that Matthew has to go back to the trenches, and, <sighs> sorry, someone texted me again, um, is that you? Yes, it was. Oh, it was like the two minutes ago thing. Okay. Anyways. Um, but so then Lavinia, she comforts Lavinia and then Lavinia leaves and um, Matthew comes and she's like, wants to tell him. But then Lavinia shows back up and she's like, oh no, I can't do this. They're really in love. And he's, and she's like, let's, I'm just making sure you're still coming to dinner with my family tonight, like two platonic friends. And he's like, yeah, of course. Why? Don't you want me? And she's like, yes, of course I want you very much. And I'm like, yes. And anyways, that's that. She might not be marrying Rupert Murdoch. She might not be marrying Matthew. She might not be marrying either of them. Who knows? Hazel, back to you. Thank you, Susanna. Um, <laughs> let's read my notes on Sir Richard. That's his name, right? Yeah, Richard. So, um, first thing um, is I said, you, Richard, looks like a drug dealer that has a gun in his pocket, which probably wasn't um, nice of me. But, like, does he not? Like, okay. Um, and then my second one is when they all go on a walk. I said Mary's having some alone time with the not so and drug dealer with gun hot guy. He looks like the murderer in Enola Holmes. If you've seen that movie, he absolutely does. I think it's the same person. Um, when Carson gets his heart attackish thing, I'm like, yes, Matthew, take charge. Show Mary how amazing you are. Yes, Matthew. Yes, Matthew. Stare into her eyes. They're beautiful. You love her. Yes, Matthew. Um, because when Carson was having, he was like, you do this. And you know, um, the next one is Carson. Darling. Don't ask Mary about Matthew or Matthew. Our girl doesn't need someone to echo her thoughts. Um, that's what Suzanne and I are for. Thank you. Um, and then I said, Richard looks like he's the annoying assistant detective in a 50s film that turns out to be the murderer, but not annoying in, like, Pinkie Pie way, annoying in the way that he shows up the nice hot detective. <laughs> 
Um, and then I went, you, I hate him. And then I went, Mary, it's always good to have a rebound, but please not him. Please stop. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, and then I said, you, I knew I hated him. He's evil. We hate Richard. Delete him. No. And then I went, Matthew. Um, yeah. Those are my notes on Richard. Thank yeah, I don't have great notes. The thing about notes and me is that um, I actually stopped taking notes after this episode. So I get to take all new notes going forward, which is fun because I might have better, more podcast student notes. Yay! Um, Marthew! 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 What's going on with Marthew? I need them to, like, get married already. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, time for miscellanea. I've got some fashion notes, if you don't have anything. Um, I'm getting a dog next week. That's like shout outs. So miscellanea, like Downton related miscellanea. Shout outs to the people that started following our TikTok account. Shout outs to the people that liked our TikTok. We're not doing shout outs. We're doing miscellanea. Oh, you just said shout outs. I said that should go in shoutouts. Anyways. Oh. So, miscellanea. Um, I've got some fashion notes. I liked Mary's dress, Cora's dress, and Mary's, like, leather. Not leather. Mary's, like, velvet jacket and purple skirt when she went to see Matthew. Stunning. Absolutely stunning. Oh, um, yeah. I really like yeah, that. Totally off. Um, and... I don't know. Um, also, uh, God, I don't really have anything. Where was Violet this episode? Violet was my sassy. No, she was. She was like talking. She was like with Rosalind, I think her name is. Yeah. And they're talking oh, uh, about Richard. They don't like him either, which is good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sybil is a kick-ass nurse, and Branson's still in love with her, and she's like, no, I could never go back to life before the war, and Branson's like, noted. Noted. But for now, just storing that information and bringing you some food. Why are they, like, sending the chauffeur to go give her food? Also, I can't see whatever you just showed to me because I was on a different tab. The group chat is starting a FaceTime, and I can't do it right now. Yeah. Hell of a... Damn right, you can't. You have higher priorities. Good. I'm looking forward to the time when we get paid for doing this. <laughs> yeah, well, we have to be 18. sponsored and everything. We have to be 18 to sponsor, so... What? Yeah. We are a <laughs> Right. Well, Maybe like my mom and then you can get sponsored. I'll tell you how far under 18 we are. Um, We're under 18. We're not legal adults, but like, we're not 10. So we're not 10. That's we're 10. something. We're also not 11. We're not 11 either. <laughs> Shoot, we're gonna like stew. Okay, we're also not <laughs> dogs. We are not cats. I don't know. Oh, we're not giraffes. Eh. We're not pastries. We're not Nickelback fans. <laughs> <laughs> we're not cans of seltzer that we practically are, considering how many we consume. I am a can of seltzer. That is my personality. <laughs> bubbly like, and hard to I'm like swallow a, I'm like a caffeine spiked seltzer caffeine spiked seltzer is that a thing I don't know just like seltzer that has like vodka <laughs> I'm kidding <laughs> I'm just a little bit crazy um, I, mean, I guess it is a thing yeah there's lots of caffeinated seltzer out there really all right I a ton of scaffolding out there. It's a total thing. So wow. No, it definitely is. I remember like my dance teachers used to bring it in. Oh, you know who used to bring it in? Who? 
Miss Grossman. She did? Mm-hmm. Those uh, were those energy drinks. They were spiked seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they weren't just caffeine. She just, like, interrupted, like, a lesson about, like, the human heart or something. To tell us about some like gruesome nerve emergency she once had. Do you we remember were, that? We were, she, we were sitting there like, oh God. <laughs> and she was like, I'm only telling you this because I don't want you to tease me if I drop a marker. And we're like, when have we ever teased people for dropping markers? We're not that dumb. We're not that mean either. We had like yeah. a very nice class. Well, no. In fourth grade, we were mean as hell, but. But, like, not to our friends. Not to our friends, but we had no friends. It was fourth grade. Suzanne. <laughs> I was like, I'm podcasting. She's like, with who? Well, we have political postcards to write. Okay. We have political postcards to write. Really? From from who to who? Like, is it um, a sunrise from to Massachusetts. And we're sending some to, like, swing states. Yeah, super like, fun. Biden 2020, vote blue. Yay. If awesome. you don't like that, you can go unsubscribe. We don't care. Yeah, we really don't. We don't want any Republican subscribers. Well, I mean, we're welcome all Republican subscribers, but we don't need them. We don't need them. We don't need any subscribers. We could just podcast into the ether. Nobody needs to listen to us. It's just fun. Yeah. It is very fun. And you can follow my TikTok. Yes, you can follow Hazel's TikTok. I TikTok. hate TikTok if you haven't noticed. <laughs> I'm like very you can follow TikTok. My other TikTok, I like TikTok which is Hazel under wait, I'm gonna have to say my last name. You're allowed to, it's on the podcast. Okay, which is Hazel underscore Newberger. If you don't know how to spell my last name, you can go to our website, which is substi- substitute for wit.com. If you don't know how to get there, go to my TikTok, which is also substitute for wit. Four as in the number. Four as in the number. That may be the title of this episode, four as in the number. Four as in the number. No, that's not a good. I went yesterday. I feel like the first episode of season uh, four. Our last uh, title I came up because I went going, holy snickerdoodle. Yeah, oh yeah. Can do that. Holy like joke. It was a good joke. Holy snickerdoodle. And it became the episode title and I came up with it. We were going to name it something else. I forget what else, but I was like, what about hold it took me a while. I was like, hold on, let me think. Because I had something like on the verge of my mind. And I was like, holy snickerdoodle. And you were like, yes. <laughs> it was over text. I'm so none of the tones, but um, that was great. Miscellanea. Want to do some mm-hmm. shout outs? Uh, shout out to Will. Will! Shout out shout to Will. Shout out to, hold on. TikTok people. Hold on, I'm going to name them because like. Oh, damn. Rosley and Myers. Hold on. Ugh. I need to go to my followers. I have three followers. Wait, no. One of them's me. No. Substitute. No, no, one podcast followers. Podcast followers. Roslyn Myers. Thank you. You're awesome. Wait, say them again. Say them again. Podcast uh, followers? Philippe150 and Rosalind Myers. Is this podcast account or your account? This is my podcast account that's following me for our podcast. And I, I follow people back who follow me. Great. You heard it. Follow for follow right here. Mm-hmm. I do. I'm following Rosalind Myers. But, like, sorry, Philippe150, I can't figure out. You have, like, a private account where, like, it requests, and I've had some trouble with that in the past. So I've been yeah, trying Philippe to follow you. Maybe you don't want me to follow you. I don't know. Well, real mixed messages here, Philippe150. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you for following me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you. Um, okay, shout out to, let's see, I'm watching a new show. I mean, I started, I can't remember if I ever shouted it out. 
I'm watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine with my family. Good show, very well written, great romance, great everything. Yeah. Shout out to Vulture, best site ever. Couldn't put, fit in any um, couldn't fit in any excerpts from their recaps, but will in the future. Shout out to my dead plant because I killed it, or it was just really hard to maintain and didn't have enough sunlight or something. Uh, shout out to whoever's making that table that doesn't come yet on Etsy. I <laughs> ordered it in like August, and now it's October. Anyways, shout out to Saturday Night Live keeps going even though um, everyone's dying. Shout out to the fly that landed on Mike Pence's head. Didn't catch that debate. Yes, that was, was amazing. Up. That fly. And then a fly landed on Amy Coney Barrett's head too. <laughs> really? Yeah, okay, shout out to everyone who isn't Amy Coney Barrett, because she is the devil incarnated, so. (laughs) Whoa. It's what my mom said, and it's true. (laughs) Do you know who she is? Yeah, she's the one that's horrible. getting for the replacement. Yeah, she's horrid. Absolutely. (sighs) Odious. Odious person. Um, shout out to our school because we get to go more days a week soon, right? Yeah, on Fridays now. Yeah, and we get to go inside in the winter, so excited for that. Shout out to I'm just like shouting out everything, it's so fun. Shout out to um, floors and spray bottles. Um, shout out to phones and, I don't know, not really TikTok. Uh, shout <laughs> whoa. Um, shout out to, well, I'm just going to shout out, um, hold on. Shout out to, hmm, oh, there we go. Shout out to dot dot rat dot underscore. Yeah, um, dot dot rat dot underscore. They're not following me yet, which is sad, but like I liked your comment. It was nice. What, what, um, I, can you okay. Going forward, I need all these notifications. I need comments and stuff. You have to send then, me stuff, okay? Dot Roezy. Um who also liked the video, followed me for like two minutes and then unfollowed me. Oh, great. God, the internet is such a hostile environment these days. It's fine. Uh, I was a kid, you just I'm read a, a book. i butthurt, but <laughs> I mean, it doesn't seem like we're going to be listening to this because you're not following me. <laughs> All right. I'm Susanna. And Wait, I'm no, Google. I have to talk about the next episode. It's 203. It's great. I can't remember what happens. Totally forgot everything at this point. Two or three, great. Thumbs up. Can't wait for it. Yeah. Uh, look out for posts on our website. Hazel might be doing some of that. I'll be doing more of that. Um, check out my new site. Um, it's a new home of my newsletter. I'm gonna put some more of my writing up there. Um, birdcagewriting.wordpress.com. And that's it. So I'm Susanna. And I'm Hazel. And this has been Substitute for Wit, a Dan Dowdy podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We love all of you. Bye. Um, Bye.